Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 11th of December. India recorded 7,992 new cases of COVID-19 in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.46 crore. The number of active cases is now 93,277, which is the lowest in 559 days, according to the Union Health Ministry data. With 393 deaths in the past 24 hours in India, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,75,128. 131.99 crore vaccine doses have been administered in the country so far. The tally of Omicron cases in India went up to 33 today after Delhi recorded its second case. The patient, who is fully vaccinated, had returned from Zimbabwe. The Mumbai police imposed section 144 of the CRPC in the city for today and tomorrow amid rising cases of the new COVID-19 variant to prevent large gatherings. The police cited Omicron as well as recent incidents of violence in Maharashtra's Amravati, Malegaon and Nanded in an order prohibiting large gatherings, rallies, morchas and more. Rakesh Mishra, the former director of CSIR Center for Cellular and Molecular Biology in Hyderabad, told PTI that with regards to Omicron, the very high rate of seropositivity, which means having the presence of antibodies in blood serum, should help India. He said that India has the advantage of a very high rate of seropositivity of 70-80%. Even if people get infected, it will be very mild and most of the time asymptomatic, he said. Meanwhile, in Tamil Nadu's Madurai district, people who have not been vaccinated against COVID-19 will not be allowed entry into public places from December 13th. An order issued by the district collector said that this included fair price shops, business establishments, supermarkets, theatres, shopping malls, wedding halls, banks, liquor shops and more. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 269 million people and caused more than 5.29 million deaths so far, according to Johns Hopkins University. Farmers camping at Delhi Singhu, Tikri and Ghaziabad borders took out victory processions today as they started their journey back to their villages in Punjab and Haryana after a year-long agitation against the center's farm laws. Parliament had repealed the three farm laws on November 29th, but farmer leaders had said that they would continue their protests until their other demands were met. However, the Samyukta Kisan Morcha, an umbrella body of farmers' unions, called off the protests on Thursday after farmers received the center's new proposal on their pending demands on a signed letter. Farmers have been dismantling their makeshift shelters at the Singhu border since Friday. The victory march was supposed to take place on Friday as well, but was postponed due to the funeral of Chief of Defence Staff General Bipin Rawat, who was killed along with 12 others in a helicopter crash in Tamil Nadu on Wednesday. Two farmers were killed today when the tractor trailer on which they were travelling was hit by a truck in Haryana's Hisar while they were returning home from Tikri border today. As per the police, another farmer was seriously injured in the accident at Hisar's Dhandur village. Five farmers were on the tractor trailer when the incident took place. 
one died on the spot while the other succumbed to his injuries during treatment at a hospital listeners farmers have been protesting at delhi's borders since november 26th last year after prime minister narendra modi announced on november 19th that the contentious farm laws would be repealed farmers were relieved but said that they have still not found a sense of closure my colleague nidhi suresh documented this in her report titled not pm scare but poll pressure say farm protesters at news laundry we have reported extensively on the farmers protests via reports interviews and stories from the ground the reason we are able to do this is because we are not accountable to advertisements from the governments or corporations but to you the reader to help us to continue to bring you such stories head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top right corner of the screen and become a subscriber the lowest subscription starts at rupees 300 only in a letter to kerala chief minister pinarayi vijayan the state's governor arif mohammad khan alleged that pressure was being brought upon him to do things in total violation of rules and procedures the indian express reported khan said that he wanted to step down as the chancellor of universities and that the chief minister could step into the role in a letter from last week that became public today khan said that it had become impossible for him as chancellor to protect universities from continuous political interference and erosion of their autonomy he said and i quote once the universities come under the direct control of the government there will be no scope for anybody to make allegations of political interference unquote khan said in his last two and a half years as chancellor he had watched the situation with dismay but that the recent developments and the way in which pressure was brought upon him to do things in total violation of rules and procedures had deeply saddened him he listed instances such as the reappointment of kanur university vice chancellor professor gopinath ravindran the non payment of salary to the vc of sri narayana guru open university and a recent amendment to the university act the minority cell of the jammu and kashmir national conference passed three resolutions today including a call for return and rehabilitation of migrant kashmiri pandits in the valley and their political empowerment according to a report published in the times of india presenting the resolutions which were passed by a voice vote senior leader anil dhar said that the kashmiri migrant pandit community was yearning for their honorable return and rehabilitation for the past 3 decades the resolutions were presented at the start of the day long convention chaired by party president farooq abdullah in jammu accusing the center of not making any headway in this direction till date dhar claimed that his party had the road map for the same and were ready to share it with the center another resolution demanded passage of a bill for managing the affairs of temples and shrines of the community meanwhile a parliamentary standing committee on friday expressed dissatisfaction at the pace of construction of transit accommodation for kashmiri pandits in the valley noting that only 15% of the work had been completed till date the committee headed by congress rajya sabha mp anand sharma 
observed in its report that the process of construction of more than 50% of the units are still at nascent stage. It asked the Ministry of Home Affairs to fix a time frame for the completion of the project. The United States imposed extensive human rights-related sanctions on several individuals and companies from China, Myanmar, Bangladesh and North Korea, according to Reuters. Canada and the United Kingdom joined the US in imposing sanctions related to human rights abuses in Myanmar. Washington, meanwhile, imposed the first new sanctions on North Korea under President Joe Biden's administration, marking Human Rights Day celebrated on December 10th. The US also added Chinese artificial company SenseTime Group to an investment blacklist for allegedly developing facial recognition programs that can determine a person's ethnicity. The announcement coincided with the virtual summit for democracy, which started on December 9th and had over a hundred countries participate. The US Deputy Treasury Secretary, Wally Adiemo, said, and I quote, Our actions today, particularly those in partnership with the United Kingdom and Canada, send a message that democracies around the world will act against those who abuse the power of the state to inflict suffering and repression, unquote. China's embassy in Washington denounced the U.S.'s move as serious interference in China's internal affairs and a severe violation of basic norms governing international relations. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.